And welcome back to the Constitution Line by Line. I'm Don Frazier. I'm Paul Fabrizio. And we are talking about women's right to vote, the 19th Amendment, in this episode. Yes, we are. We ready? Let's hear it. The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. So it doesn't matter what your sex, because this also applies to transgender, cisgender, every other gender identity that we have seen emerge in the last several decades. Right. So it's and, not just women. Right. But the idea at the time was this applies to women. Correct. So the Constitution, there's no getting around it, gave men the right to vote that at the time was originally white men and then or freedmen and then that has extended now uh to former slaves uh and then to native americans and now the push was for 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 women all right so this is the expansion of the enfranchisement you got it all right so here's kind of the historical antecedent on this okay um Politics is messy. No. It's, I'm telling you. Uh, Shocking. Shock, shock, shock. I'm shocked. <laughs> Round up the usual suspects. All right. So politics is gross. Politics is... Um, it's sauce. corrupt. It's corrupt. It's, you know, uh, who is the politician that says it's, you know, a lot like... It's better not to know what goes into sausage, sausage making or lawmaking. Yeah. So, so it there's a there's a very unseemly aspect to politics, right? And that's why it's so fun. All right, I like it. Great. <laughs> so, not arguing that point, but women historically had been held to a higher Here. purpose. That's right, and that higher purpose was a sphere of domesticity. That the men went out and did the icky stuff, and the women kept the home fires burning. The old saying was that the hand that rocked the cradle ruled the world right. because they were putting their values into their children. Right. Okay, there's even a uh, cult of true womanhood or this idea of true womanhood that is uh, enters the American literature mm -hmm. in the 1840s and 1850s, which essentially argues that women are superior. Mm-hmm. And they're superior and should be held up as models of all that is good and, and wonderful about not only the American character, but humanity. And that, but, but therefore, they should not be sullied they should by not, the dirtiness, the ugliness of politics. They should not roll around in the hogsty of politics. So that was the thinking, right. that women were above politics. <laughs> the other thinking was that women were not capable of right. participating in politics because they were inferior. Right. And you sometimes wonder if they were just two sides of the same coin. Well, In other words, men did not want women to be involved, so therefore women were not going to be involved. We're going to justify it either by holding to this higher standard or by saying, nah, they're just not qualified. Just excluding them and, yeah. and mansplaining. Yeah. To everybody. 
So that's essentially the historical antecedent. Mm -hmm. So women during the populist era are saying, hey, as long as we're changing things, how about letting us have a say in politics? And I think it's the state of Wyoming yes. where women are allowed to vote first. Yes. And so this kind of sets the bar that, hey, Wyoming didn't blow up and burst into flames because women are participating. If it's good for Wyoming, it's well, good for the rest of the country. And I would argue that women had to be pretty uh, rugged in Wyoming during that time yeah, period. Yeah, exactly. And then so, hey, you know, I've already had to clean wildlife on the back porch. I've already had to bury three kids. What's well, politics? Yeah. And so um, once Wyoming sort of breaks the tape, you start to see other western states say, you know what? That's not a bad idea, and that gives me a whole nother group of people to lobby. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, and so politicians are kind of going, you know, all we have to do now is suck up to this new constituency, and we might actually be able to perpetuate ourselves in power. So this ends up uh, leading into the suffrage movement, mm -hmm. and the women who advocated for uh, full participation in politics are suffragettes mm -hmm. and, uh, instead of suffragists, uh, and Ultimately, this leads to this. It's this is the hundredth anniversary. This is the hundredth anniversary. Well, yes, it is. August twenty sixth, nineteen twenty, is when it was approved. It yes. was proposed June fourth, nineteen nineteen. Correct. So, so we're now in the century year of this oh, amendment oh. and its ratification. Yeah, and just to bring it up to date, women and men voted the same, according to surveys, until the 1980s. And the election of Ronald Reagan was the first significant break in how women voted versus how men voted. Really? So the wives were voting like their husbands? That would be the argument. Or the husbands were voting like their wives. That's okay. the true woman. <laughs> okay. So it depends on what story you want to take. Sure. But since then, there's been a clear difference in terms of how women vote versus how men vote. And that continues to this day. It's broadened in some aspects. Today, it really comes down to education. And women with college education are more likely to vote differently than their husband than women without college education. So, but smarter the women are, well, the, the better educated. Well, I, the, the more better educated, the better educated. Yeah, that's a better way want. to put it. Uh, better educated women are. Number of things happen. They mm -hmm. vote independently of their spouse. Right. Uh, they also have fewer children. Mm -hmm. And you have a declining birth rate amongst more educated women. There's a lot of things that education does for women. Mm -hmm. to change their societal position. Right, right. And in the last election, there was clearly many more women who were elected to national politics Correct. and to state politics. So in 2018, we saw just an increase in the number of women that are taking place. But that increase is largely taking place only in one political party, and that's the Democrat Party. Correct. The Republican Party is still doesn't have that kind of women is in terms of representation. So why, why do you think that is? I'm asking my political science colleague now, how come female Republicans are not coming out of the woodworks like they are in the Democratic Party? Well, one of the differences 
is that women are more likely to be Democrats than re- than Republicans. Why is that, do you think? If you can answer that question, I, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a variety of explanations, and it really comes down to I don't know. I mean, you can propose a bunch of things, but, you know, oh, that you makes sense. You won't be able to stick a pin in it. You won't be able to stick a pin in it. Um, it. It could be as simple as women after they get their degrees. And again, we're talking about college-educated women where the differences are, are the greatest. Women who get their degrees, what jobs do they go into? Are those jobs more dependent on the government or necessary in the context of the government than jobs that men are? In other words, are men more likely to go into private enterprise? Be entrepreneurs. Yeah, and women are more likely to go into like the helping professions, for example, medicine. Nursing. That sort of – doctors. Yeah. Um, medical school, the number of women is, I believe, approaching 50% in medical schools. Yeah, I th- I've in, heard that In too. the law profession, the number of women is actually greater than the number of men yep. in law schools. Well, there's more so, undergraduate so, females than there are yeah, undergraduate yeah. males. So uh, th- things are happening there. So there is that difference. Um, beyond that, um, there's a difference in how you want to approach problems. And as we've seen more women elected into legislatures, we're seeing a different emphasis, a different focus. Um, for example, different emphasis on a different syllable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, one thing would be you look at uh, issues like um, that affect people at home, minimum wage legislation, uh, child care, family leave, also issues relating to guns. There is less of an emphasis on issues that men traditionally had cared about before, hunting, fishing, guns rights. um, Energy policy. Energy policy. And it's more focused on children and home now. And so which party reflects that? The Democratic Party, I think, reflects that. And that's because there's more women in the party. Hmm. So, um, I mean, the Democratic Party had – had a woman nominee for president in Correct. 2016, the Speaker of the House today, Nancy Pelosi. She's a Democrat. The highest woman is in the Republican Party is number three. Uh, uh, I think her name is Lynn Cheney, not Lynn Cheney, but Dick Cheney's daughter, and I apologize, is maybe it's Mary Cheney. I forget her first name. But she's a representative from Wyoming, and she is number three in the House of Representatives. So, um, there's just a, a difference in this. The Republican Party is more male-dominated, and and it's older. The Democrat Party is younger, and there's a lot more females in it. Uh, the Democrat Party is much more today, um, has minority members in it than the Republican Party. So that's how it all plays just, out. Just, it's just different. It's just different. I mean, that's just the way it is. And so it all goes back to what took place here. To me, the fascinating thing is if you look at it, it's been 100 years now, how long it took for men and women to start voting differently. It took 60 years for that to happen. In the 40 years since then, it has been a really obvious difference, especially among college-educated people. Men and women look at politics differently. So um, equality has brought about political 
difference. So where will that lead in the future? Who knows? Can't wait to see. Yeah, it'll be an interesting, be interesting to see how this this nation evolves. Yes. Based on these. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next line. Next time. <laughs>